Hello and welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're returning once again to our Series 1 retrospective. And this time we're going to take a look at Father's Day, written by Paul Cornell. But first, the news, uh, what there is of it. And I suppose that the, the biggest thing in the news is Doctor Who on Twitch, basically. Yes. Um, have you dipped your toes into this, Paul? Because no. No, me neither. I, d- I don't feel I can really discuss this because I have not um, dipped my toes into this, into this at all. But it is um, filling up my my Twitter feed. I don't know about yours, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does appear to be um, extremely popular um, because um, Twitch is really it's, it's a gaming thing, so I understand. And it does seem yeah. a bit of a, a a bit of a, a an odd bedfellow, really. Um, but it appears to be successful. Whether it is actually young gamers watching Doctor Who or it is just the normal fans watching it on a, on a different platform and just sort of talking to each other because I have seen uh, a sort of like a, a screenshot or some sort of video of it um, and I must admit that the, the continual scrolling comments up the side would drive me nuts if I'm perfectly honest <laughs> yeah I, I, I sort of feel about this probably as Tony feels about anything else we do <laughs> Anything that's yeah, exactly, yeah. Anything that's not a cassette, as far as as far as Tony's I'm, concerned. I'm, I'm sort of yeah. I mean, it's only when you realise that, that I'm getting closer to Tony technological wise. Than... Yeah, exactly. I, I've got to be honest. This is not how I want to watch my television. I know this is the way that television is going. Um, and besides which, I don't need to watch it on Twitch. I've got the DVDs and the Blu-rays. Yeah, I think. If that's, I'm honest, yeah. You know, that's the that's the thing. Is well, why am I? Going to effort to do that when I can just basically put the DVD of the what episode I want to watch on when I want to watch it, and can yeah. then pause it while I go and yeah. get a drink or go to the toilet. Precisely. So. I mean, people are saying you know it's really great they're you know, connecting with other fans and um, which is fine if that's if that's how you want to watch it, that's how you interact, then then fine. That that's up to you. But it's it's, it's um, I'm not being curmudgeonly about it. It's just not for me. Yes, you are. <laughs> Damn those kids! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ain't to, yeah. To, to be honest, yeah. As far as it goes, yeah. I don't think it's something. It's not our. It's not our bag, Daddyo. Um, no. <laughs> hey, hey, but Paul, it's the kind of TV viewing the kids seem to like. Love. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but if it does, I mean, bring in any new fans to classic who. And makes them actual fans rather than casual viewers on a Saturday evening to the new Who. Then mm. it's all good, really. Yeah, yeah, fine. I mean, as you say, if it, if it is actually you know new fans watching, it, or it's just the usual <laughs> the usual ragtag bunch of people who, who are just watching it on on Twitch rather than you know, being too bloody lazy to break out the DVDs, I do <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I suspect there's something in it that, that I mean, when I say new fans, I mean, I suspect it's not. No, there's, I don't there's think not it a is. huge amount of fans that are have gone from gaming to, oh, what's this? Without knowing anything about Doctor Who. Yeah, but it may be that you are getting people that have only seen new Who that are now t- dipping their toe in the water of classic, mm. and let's hope that they. Like it, yes, indeed. Now I know this. This has um, 
I think it's, it's probably upset the the I don't know about that, the hardcore classic era fans um, really because they basically they just sort of it should be on the television, which I'm not going to disagree with, um, but I understand um, they have to pay. Uh, not not rights, but sort of like every, every time a, 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 an actor appears there, they have to have to pay them, basically. So, which I think is the reason why we we don't get a lot of um, classic Who repeats on the uh, on the BBC. Maybe the odd one on BBC Four, like I did with um, the Talents of Was it the Talents of Wenchang they did? Um, last, it's last year sometime. They show another show. Um, or was it the Horror of Frank Rock? It was. I know it was a um, Fourth Doctor and Leela one. I can't remember. Right. Yeah, honestly, can't remember. Oh, but, I, um, I might even have missed that, to be honest. For... Yeah, I, I remember it was when on. I didn't watch it again. I've got the, I've got... it was. Yeah, they, they did show a Fourth Doctor and Leela one. I can't remember which one it was. Huh. But but again, I didn't watch it. I've got the DVDs. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know um, why. Oh, you have your fancy money and all that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's the thing, that's the thing though. Classic Who fans, they're going to be getting the DVDs because they want all the extras. They haven't got the anything else to do with their life. No, spend exactly. money on. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're putting words in my mouth now, Paul. So, um, But no, that, that's the thing though. Or I mean, are we it. back to speaking about ourselves again? I think we are, really. But, but that's the thing though. I mean, you know, if they're on the telly, you've, you've, more chances are you've got them already. So why complain about the fact that it's not on the television when well, you could pop it as you, as you said earlier? You could pop it into your Blu-ray player or DVD player anytime you like if you fancy watching Classic Who. But I mean, the fact is, if you want to watch it, it's there. I mean, you know, it's not... exactly. At least, at least it's it's been shown on on some kind of platform now. And I suspect, yeah. and I suspect this may well be no. This may even well be a bit of um, an almost like you know dipping their toe in the water. Of companies to ever, to see how well this does and what mm. sort of viewing it gets. Yeah, that you might then get. Yeah, Amazon or your Netflix might actually say, "Oh, actually, we will pay the price that makes it economically worth you sh- showing it." Mm. That's always the thing; economically viable. You yeah, know, it's you know. But if they if they feel that there is an audience out there mm-hmm. now that would would watch it if they. Paid whatever BBC Worldwide for the rights to show it, mm. then it might happen. Yeah, that's it. You never know. But if I mean, obviously, this is just catering for uh, classic um, era Who, if you want to, if you want to call it that. But of course, if you after Doctor Who after two thousand and five, well, the BBC iPlayer um, is showing every series right up until uh, twice. So you're going from Rose right up to Twice Upon a Time um, on the BBC iPlayer. Yeah, um, which again, which which again, I think uh, pissed off some of the classic era fans. And it's only new who. Why can't we have classic who? And I thought, oh god, there's no pleasing some people, is there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, and it pleased me because it meant I didn't have to break out. I didn't have to go and get the DVD out the cupboard when I wanted <laughs> you lazy to. Lazy <laughs> As, as we seem to have been tonight's discussion seems to be about how how little I can do for this podcast. <laughs> yes, before we start recording, you're actually con- actually considering um, recording the podcast lying flat on your back, pr- practically comatose. So. <laughs> yeah, we were discussing what sort of stands I can get and support I can get for the microphone that allows me to lay down while a podcast. Yeah, exactly. You mean support for your head, really? <laughs> a nice comfy pillow is what you're talking about, but... It, it's more oh, getting the person in that's going to fan me while we're doing it. It's 
Well, those great big ostrich feather fans you're <laughs> <Yeah>. talking <laughs> and, and, I, and I may end up, you know, mumbling my words because of the grape. I haven't eaten the grape in time. I don't know. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> you've just been sampling exotic cheeses as you've been lying down. <laughs> oh, dear. So really, what, what, what we're trying to say is if you, if you want... You know, if you haven't got the DVDs and everything... You know, it's on Twitch and iPlayer in, in, in a roundabout way. That's what we're saying. So, <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah. There's, there, there's no reason why you can't have, by the time the the new series starts, have watched every single available episode of Doctor Who. Precisely. You've got no excuse, really. No. Absolutely no excuse. So, <laughs> and especially as we've said earlier, you've not you're the average person who hasn't got a life. <laughs> you have no excuse. <laughs> Well, as we, we, we mentioned, the classic era of Who, um, another um, bit of BBC history um, is set to close. The BBC Made of Ale Studios, uh, which was the, the former home of the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, um, is is to close after 80 years. It was announced by the BBC uh, Director General Tony Hall. Um, he said the complex would be replaced by a new state-of-the-art facility at the former Olympic Park in East London. Um which is going to be close to West Ham, isn't it, really? Yes. So you could go and watch a game and then pop you around the door there, Paul, see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and see if I can record some out-of-space music. <laughs> now, I mean, it's, I mean, this really is a piece of, of history. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, here, they're, yeah, they're moving there so they can record lonely, desolate space sounds in the Olympic <laughs> Stadium. And that's coming from a West Ham fan, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the things that were, that were recorded um, in that place. I mean, this is where Brian Hodgson um, made the TARDIS sound. Yeah. In 1963, you know, it's been running since 1958 to 1998. Thirty years, um, sorry, forty years, sorry, where the BC Radiophonic Workshop were, were making um, their music and their, their effects and everything. It's um, incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, but now, sadly, sadly gone. I mean, this this is where, um, this is where the Doctor Who theme tune was composed. Yeah. For, for God's sake, you know, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, I, mean, I suspect. I mean, it's just one of those things, isn't it? It's, things move on, and it's probably more cost effective to start from scratch, building something new, than it is to Refit. try and bring it up to date. Yeah. 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 It's such a shame. It's such a shame. But um, but it's also um, it's not only sort of the Beatles Radiophonic Workshop. There were sort of classic recordings for bands like Led Zeppelin, the Beatles, and David Bowie there as well. So yeah. um, you know, I mean, Bing Crosby. Um, he, apparently, he's saying here he did one of his last recordings in those studios three days before he died. Yeah. You know. So um, and if for our younger listeners, look Bing Crosby up. So. <laughs> Wasn't wasn't that wasn't that one of the things that was considered the curse of Bowie? Because he obviously sung with him on that show. Yeah. Which, and he then died. <laughs> Crosby then died, and he was the last person to sing. Was it went on the Mark Boland show with him, and sung with him just before he died? Died. Oh God. <laughs> Didn't happen to Mick Sorry. Jagger though, did it? No. <laughs> or, Fred, no or Freddie he's, Mercury. He's just, 
Freddie, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a slow burn. That one, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I do apologise for any Queen fans out there, but, but obviously Mick Jagger's just impervious to all <laughs> chemical warfare. Exactly. <laughs> Oh dear! Well, let's here, sw- here, move on to our last news on. That's it, isn't it? It's 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 going to be the insects and Mick Jagger that's left in this earth. <laughs> well, let, let's 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 swiftly move on to our last news up before we um, the subjects of litigation there. Or I was going to say, libel yeah, <laughs> anyone else? Well, I mean, you know, I wasn't saying that David. You Biden can't libel going... the dead, Paul. <laughs> I wasn't saying that he was going around killing people either. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, right, the last news item. Now, this is probably, it's not really news, this is more like rumour control, uh, to be honest, because it's um, been doing the rounds that there's going to be a season 11 trailer, uh, apparently it's going to premiere on June the 18th, um, I think after England's first World Cup game. And this has come via Coltbox um, TV um, Twitter account. Uh, which they're saying, and it reveal huge returns. Now, it, I, the news item we've got in front of us does say what these huge returns or what returning characters are going to be. Uh, we're not going to say yeah. who they are, um, just in case it is a spoiler. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, take it with a huge pinch of salt. I think this this could just be, it could just be a rumor, based on the fact that they've used football tournaments before to. Premier or sporting tournaments, I should say. Um, to, oh, to, I mean, to, mean for, for trailers be, and announcements. To and be honest, that's like England's that. first game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think so. You know, it it would make sense from the point of the BBC that they, yeah, as you say, that they, they they've tended to go for the the major sport when they're about to show a trailer. They they put it in the middle or at the end of the the biggest sporting event. Around that yeah. period, exactly. Yeah. So what no, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen anything from the BBC about this way. either. So yeah. this is just a, a, a tweet someone's put out there. Um, I don't know what their um, what this person's source is. I haven't actually delved into it that that deeply, if I'm honest. But um, no. as I say, it's just a rumor. Hmm. But um, but it would make sense. I mean, someone could just put in adding putting two and two together. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, come, it, it come, could... with a plausible. Yeah. Rumour, if I'm honest. So, well, if it's England in the World Cup, you might have a one in three shot, might you? Of guessing which well, game it's going it. to be. Well, that's it. That's it. It's probably best not to wait three. to the final. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they're waiting for England's fight, yeah, appearance in the final, we, it may be delayed this series. Yes, I think it might be. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Well, there, there was another um, rumour going around. I think Kurt's in the mirror online. I haven't got this this one up, but apparently they've, they've given a premiere. Date of Sunday the twenty first of I think it's Sunday the twenty first of September, and the final episode airing on I think it was the I might have got this wrong here actually it might be Sunday the twenty third of September and and then the finale being on December the twenty first whatever whatever date it is the, the 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 final would be a Friday night not a, not a Sunday night. I'm just wondering whether they've looked at that. That's that's actually. What they've got is they've been told that it's going to be BBC split up their schedules into blocks, mm. and that particular block runs. The autumn block runs from the twenty third of September 
to the 21st of December or well, whatever. Well, th- but that but that and they're mean, saying that it's going to be shown on those in those dates, and someone's yeah, well, just taking. Well, it the, as, if, that's if the start it's, and it's only a, um, a a ten episode season, yeah, this one. So that would mean there would have to be a month break, yeah, for that last episode to air. Yeah, and they've so, not even got Eurovision to stop for it. No, no. Well, I th- I think if if this is true, this would be the Christmas special. Technically, I can't I can't see them not showing it on Christmas Day. I I I actually believe we are not getting a Christmas special this year. Yeah, yeah. Because usually they it's round about now they would start filming it if they were yeah. going to. So I mean that based on previous previous years. Mm, I don't know though. I thought I thought I thought it's gone more into July because what they've tended to do is. Well, we're we're, like mi- we're, ne- a- we're nearly we're nearly mid June now, aren't we? And there's, yeah. there's no there's usually something out there about a Christmas special, mm. whether writers think, or directors but, or whatever you know, not necessarily but, filming, but, I, but at least you know. But I think Chibnall has been running a very much tighter ship. Mm. Oh God, as. You, as Listeners will know we've been scrabbling around for news over the last yeah. few months, haven't we? I mean, really? I'm, st- you know. I'm still not sure if it's, it's actually confirmed in terms of who's actually directing episodes or whether that's just rumour that's now been taken as fact because it's been repeated enough times. Yeah, well, because well, we repeated it ourselves, didn't we? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Who so, knows? Who knows? Yeah. But I, so, yeah. I, I, I do actually have doubts if we are going to get a Christmas special on Christmas Day this year. Hmm. I really do. Because if 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 this um, if these dates are to be believed, they're not going to air the season finale two days or three days before the um, the Christmas special. No, I, I I've got a funny thing. If I, it's I true. think you're going to find that that's that that's just a block of BBC scheduling, and somewhere within that block, Doctor Who will be shown. So it yeah. might not even it might not start on the twenty third and it might not finish on the twenty first. No, it's, it's, but, it, it's but just, it will be all shown within those dates. Yeah, it's just a rumor. So yeah. they could have been trawling the 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 the, um, the, the forums again and, and made these pick little snippets out here and there and made this story up. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I thought I thought it was just worth mentioning anyway. But I I, I personally I still have doubts we're going to get a Christmas special on Christmas Day. Mm. And oh, to well. be honest, I I really don't care if we do or we don't because there's there's so much <laughs> if we never get another series no well, I, the thing... <laughs> you, you've never liked a woman being the doctor have you <laughs> no i've never taken to the idea um no i, I think i, I think just thing... say that that, that that is a joke and I'm not yeah yes it is a joke seriously. yes um no i think that there's there's far too much expectation uh, say that again expectation put on the doctor Who christmas special um, and I must admit, yeah. If you offered me eleven epi- normal episodes or ten episodes in a Christmas special, I'd take the eleven episodes. Mm. Same here. Same here. I'm not. I'm I not. I think fussed. you can count the good Christmas specials on two fingers. Probably. <laughs> I was say one yeah. hand, but two fingers. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing because they, they'll either say they're too. They, you can't please everybody on the, on the Christmas yeah, Day ones. You can't really. Do, you can't do a lot with the Christmas specials because no. You're, people you're, say you're, it's too it's too light and fluffy, hmm. and then other people say, "Oh, that was too dark." Yeah, and they they, they do find it very difficult to strike that that balance for a, a, a Christmas Day audience. Really, well, you're not gonna you're not gonna because it's the most 
varied audience. Exactly. You're going to get at any time of the year, yeah. isn't it? It's either so. going to be something that's going to that's only going to appeal to hardcore fans, or it's going to be the other end of the spectrum, which is only going to appeal to the casual viewer and annoy the the, the hardcore fans for whatever yeah. reason, which isn't and very it, hard to do. What, is it? And what it ends up doing actually is then falling completely between the two stalls, and nobody wants it. Yeah, exactly. It's very very difficult. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. If we don't get one, I'm not fussed. I really no. am not fussed, to be honest. So, no. no anyway, well, not, not only that is we can, we can have Christmas off and we don't have to do a podcast between. Yes, precisely. Yeah. We can actually have Christmas week off. Oh, <laughs> oh well, here there I am, lazing again. <laughs> now, now he's now he's out for a, a completely lazy Christmas as well. <laughs> I'm already booking holidays now. <laughs> I'm surprised you've got the energy to do that. I'm <laughs> bug. You are the Ebenezer Scrooge of podcasting us. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay then. Well, um, well, I think that wraps up the news. So, I'll, so um, coming up next, uh, Alistair Sim and myself here will be. I was going uh, to say, say, it's not that doing all three in one night. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I can schedule a ghost once a month, but I'm not doing. Three not doing anything. Night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you might cancel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. So coming up next um, is our review or review. What, what am I like? Uh, we, we're going to be talking about Father's Day. It's our random uh, comments. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So for another week, then that was the news. Okay then everybody, let's crack on with Father's Day. Peter Allen Tyler, my dad. I want to see him. Your wish is my command. But be careful what you wish for. The day my father died. Well, it'd be all grim and stormy, it's just an ordinary day. Oh god, this is it. Go to him, quick. He can't die on his own. Can I try again? Oh God, this is it. Rose, no! Rose, there's a man alive in the world who wasn't alive before. The whole world's different because he's alive. Time's been damaged and they've come to sterilize the wound. Rose, get in the church! And it's your turn to kick off proceedings, Paul. Yes. Yes. I I approach this with some trepidation. Really? I have to say. Okay. Because I sort of actually remember this as actually quite enjoying this episode. Mm. And now in hindsight, I couldn't remember whether that was just because I was comparing it to the long game, which had come before it. And it was just, oh, this is better than that. (laughs) And so I sort of went to watch this and I thought, am I actually going to enjoy this or am I going to come away disappointed having watched it? Yeah. And I started off watching it and I have to say I still enjoyed it. Good, good. So did I. Actually, I'm I'm a bit sceptical of the the whole the doctor would let Rose do that and then go back again with her as well. Yeah, that's kind of out of character, really, isn't it? That was to, really to stretching it for no other reason than to to see him and hold his hand as he's dying. Yeah, I felt that was probably 
I mean, there was there was a case of you know you can't imagine any other doctor would have would have done that. No, I don't. No. No, um, I, I, I think because because there would I think most I think there would have been a realization that the temptation to do what Rose does is too great. Well, it's quite interesting that it's never really sort of come up before. Yeah, in Doctor no. Who, to be honest, um, I don't know. If it's because that's it's because it's the modern era, and they they don't they feel they don't have to do those, those pure sort of like I don't say hard sci-fi, but. You, you, you sort of get my drift on that. They don't have to sort of like do some sort of lavish um, story each week. They could do something a little bit more character driven, which the which this is. Yeah, really. Um, and the sort of like the, I suppose you know the pitfalls of time travel. It it, it, it does go back to that um, that thing from uh, the Aztecs, really. Where when Barbara want, wants to sort of change history, and the Doctor's saying you 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 cannot change one line. Yeah, you know, um, and I, th- I think with this, and yeah, it, it just it just really rams home that point, and also sort of crossing your own your own sort of time stream as well is something that shouldn't shouldn't be done, and then it, and the whole thing just backfires, doesn't it? Yeah, and and yeah, and you know, I mean, how many people given that opportunity to save a loved one wouldn't? Yeah, even if you know it's wrong. Hmm. Especially in that case, somebody that well, somebody that you you feel was missing from your life all the time. Now is an opportunity they could be there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I just it, it, it it's just the the that was the only thing I that sort of got me on this episode is the fact that I was sitting there thinking I just can't believe the doctor would be that stupid, <laughs> and then to blame her actually for everything going wrong when you know. I, yeah, yeah, I, I take your point on that. Um, as you say, he, he he shouldn't really have done it in the first place, should he? So he shouldn't have put Rose in that position or himself if, in that position. Because actually, actually the, what, what is what is actually the thing that made me got me thinking on that one was when he's calling her a stupid ape and you just couldn't you couldn't control yourself and yeah all this you know and you're thinking. And then you're thinking, oh, about Day of the Doctor, and thinking, yeah, and when you had the chance to change it, you did it. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a bit, they play a little bit fast and loose with the whole um, mucking around with time, don't they? Yeah. Really. Um, but I mean, I like the um, the idea of you know, the introduction of, th- of things like the Reapers, um, yeah. which was never used again. Um, no. Which I, I like that idea of there's there's something there to sort of like you know, to, 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 you know, almost sort of like heal the wound that's been caused in time. Yeah, or really, or, or, or to remove the infection as such. I suppose. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, is more the thing there, isn't it? That yeah, that these people shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not so much heal; it's clean, isn't it? Yeah, it's clean the wound. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So I mean I, I I do like that idea. Um, it's just a shame that. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. You know yeah, it, that, that 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 idea wasn't followed up on in future episodes. Really, that's to say yeah. that idea was sort of forgotten. They used something else, but you know, fixed points in time and things like that, and which this technically is. And this is what happens when you do muck around with a fixed point in time. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in that way, it was good to have a story that actually did say, "Look, this is the consequence." Mm. Uh, 
because yeah, we get we get we get all the stories of you know I can't do that because there are certain points that are certain events that are fixed and they have to yeah. happen. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but there's never actually an explanation really there as to you know it's just actually oh that just changed time, not that actually something will come in and clean it up, so to speak. Yeah, that's it. With random people, it seems, as well. So <laughs> Yeah. To stop it from spreading elsewhere, they just eliminate one part of the yeah. universe or one planet, perhaps. Yeah, just, I mean, I know that sort of the Reapers aren't really... Um, they're, they're not doing it through any... How can I put it? It's, it's more like an instinct thing. That they're, they're just, like as you say, mm. they're just like parasites. They're not sort of thinking, all right, they, you know, it's our job to go up and, and clean this mess up. It's just an instinct thing. That, you know, it's, 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 antibody, it's like, antibodies, isn't yeah, it? In the system, is, yeah. latching on to the... Yeah, it's, it's their... Um, that, that's what they do. It's their, you know... Yeah. That's how they've evolved. That's it, really. There's, you know, there's there's nothing more to them than that, to be honest, is there? Yeah. And I like the idea of it be, that being in a church was, was safe because it was an old building. Yeah. And the older something is, the, the harder it is for them to penetrate. Yeah, that's it. And I also like the idea of the fact that when they one did get into the church, it went for the the doctor because it was the oldest thing there. Yeah, and I I, I like that idea because it, it it actually I mean considering it's a fairly um how can I put it it's a fairly quiet episode really it's 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 reasonably contained. I think this is meant to be a cheaper episode. This one, yeah. As I understand it, um, but it it does pack a lot in, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you see the doctor die basically in this. Um, you see, must have, must have, more I mean, frightening for him. You see him lose his TARDIS. Yes, indeed. I mean, that's never been done before. No, actually, no. Tell a lie. It has. It, I was thinking of. Um, oh God, what's that Davison one where it explodes and ends up scattered across that planet? Um, Oh, uh, you know, with with the uh, tractators, that one. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't fit the name of the story now. Bad fan, but um, yeah, but but to, to just open up the doors and it's it is just a box inside. There's nothing else in it, you know. Which I yeah. thought was a it was at the time it was it was a real shock, and also seeing the doctor um, yeah. getting swallowed up um, was a shock as well. You know, he's going to come back, obviously, but um, but they they do. As I say, for quite for a fairly quiet episode, they do ramp the tension up. I, I think. And you must admit, when they had that idea of the of just doing it, that he opens the TARDIS and it is just the box. There must have must have been people thinking, "Well, that's easy enough. That's good. Good idea. Good idea. Exactly." But I, I think that's the thing. It sounds like when... I put me in charge of special effects for a week, doesn't it? It does. Actually, I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> that prop they just put together the four side. Yeah, leave it like that. That do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry about anything else. Green screen. Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> But the thing is, though, I think that that's what usually happens when they. I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But when it when it does, when, when they've got a smaller budget, it, it, it makes them. I feel makes production um, crews a bit more inventive. Yeah, they've got to make a little go a long way, really. Um, and I and I think if, if that's what happened here, they, I think you know, I think they hit they hit the nail on the head. To be honest. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I really actually, like it. And there was bits actually in this. The, the actual one of the things that surprised me actually, because not really yeah. having watched this since, you sort of think about Pete in the alternative universe. Yeah. 
being a clever person. And you've always sort of thought of him in the nought this universe as he was a he was a loser, he wasn't anything. Yeah. And whatever. But actually watching this episode you realise he is actually an intelligent man. He's figured it out long before anybody else. What's gotta happen well, the, the, he, the doctor, him and the doctor have figured it out independently of each other. Yeah. What's gotta happen? He doesn't need the doctor to tell him that he's gotta go out there and go back put things he's the only one who can put things back right and that's by dying. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I mean, he, no, you, you actually, I never thought about it like that. Actually, no, you're you're right. He is, he is an intelligent character. Yeah. Actually, and yeah. it was always sort of one of those things. I sort of always thought about him in the later episode, in the obviously the, the alternative Pete, and thought myself, yeah. oh, he suddenly becomes much more intelligent on this in this universe. But he doesn't. He just has the, the supposedly, I presume, just has the lucky breaks that he never had in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 I agree with that. Actually, I'll go with that. Yeah, that does make sense. I, w- I was surprised that he's actually exactly the same character. Yeah, it just, it just they. Oh, what's that? That, um, that film, Sliding Doors, isn't it? Yeah. He just hadn't found that one thing that that's going to make his his name. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I no, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. But um, I mean, what do you think of the, um, the the performances in this one anyway? Because I, I thought it was it was I like the, the sort of the dynamic between Pete and, and Jackie in this. Always arguing. She's always sort of like really fed up with these failed business attempts, yeah. and you know, filling the filling the flat up with what was it um, energy drinks and and. Detergent and stuff like that, wasn't it? So I think it's what she said, something along those lines. She said, "Yeah." But um, no, I, I I do like the the thing, and and uh, and actually that that sort of carries over um, into the alternate universe in the next series. Well, with, with Jackie, where she she's quite she ca- she's not sometimes she cannot she's not a very pleasant character sometimes. No. You know, you know, sort of when she sort of like dig down, she's she's quite a, a sort of a hard um, individual, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, she's she's got a low opinion of of everybody else. Yeah, precisely, and it's sort of like, and it's sort of, it's sort of very confrontational as well. As when the first time she sees Rose, it's sort of like, what are you looking at? Yeah, you know, it's all very, you know, in your although, face. Although isn't I it? suppose, I mean, you know, <laughs> if your husband does turn up with a young blonde. True, true. But he seems quite friendly with. Yeah. And I thought especially that. I thought that was a brilliant scene though when he was when he was saying that this is Rose, it's my daughter. <laughs> what you've got another what, what you just call them all Rose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good actually. <laughs> I thought that was a I thought that, that was actually a brilliant realisation of how that could look. Yeah. The only thing that I I I Actually, forgotten about till I, I rewatched it for for this recording was um, was young Mickey. Yeah, no, I've forgotten that as well. Yeah, yeah, which I actually thought was pushing that a little bit too far. I think it's probably one of my only sort of criticisms about this, to be honest. Because, because I, I, to be honest, I didn't get that age gap between grown up Mickey and Rose. Yeah, actually, now 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 you've said that. Actually, I didn't think of that, but now you've said that. Because I'm assuming. I mean, how old? Was yeah, that? I, 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 yeah, I've always 
until you've said that, I've always if you'd have said to me, Are Mickey and Rose the same age? I'd have said yes. Yeah. We're clearly I never said there was like a what are you looking at? Like maximum five year age difference between them? Yeah. Yeah, I I'd never have I've never have said that in in the grown up um versions of them. Definitely not. No. But that that just seemed to be a bit too much box ticking, really. Yeah. To, to my mind, you know, we, you know, it, it, here's all the characters you've met, and here they are, like you know, twenty or so years ago. Um, yeah, it, that, yeah, that that was only a bit that sort of didn't work for me, to be honest. Yeah, but actually, only on the age thing. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't actually that bothered about it because no, if they all grew up on the same estate, then if if Mickey was about. If he was like a baby in arms as well, yeah, then it would have worked. It worked. Yeah, but just the fact he, he ran in from the park completely unconnected to what was going on, really. Yeah, with with the main characters, um, it just seemed to be oh, it's oh, oh and here's Mickey. Yeah, you know. But I, I do think though, at this particular stage of the series, they didn't quite know what to do with that character because he he was in this series. He's really comic relief, isn't he? Yeah. It's not until like the next series he sort of comes into his own a bit more, or or the character grows, I should say. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, no, so, so apart from um, apart from that, I think I think um, Kurokodura is, is it was really also, good. It yeah, was sorry, also the fact that we've sort of just had the the Rose and Adam thing, haven't we? Yeah, that's only just been wrapped up, hasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. then, to suddenly int- back back to bring it back to Mickey being there, it was also a bit of a mm, don't necessarily need to throw that in at the moment. I don't think. Yeah, no, you're right. No. Actually, thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, no, it's 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 fine. I thought. Um, no, say um, I was about to say Camille Kaduri. I thought I was talking about the character. I thought she was really, really um, good in this one. Actually. Um, as I say, I, I like I, I do like the fact that she sort of shows that Jackie isn't a, a nice character all all the time. No, um, she can be quite hard. Um, but it also is just sort of like showing that the, you know the the, the disappointment. She's, it's quite obvious that she she loves her husband, but it's just disappointed that he's everything he does is an absolute failure, really. Yeah, I mean, and, he's always, and he's always making promises he can't keep, isn't he? Really. Yeah. I mean, there is also the fact that you sort of are now aware that neither she or Pete age at all. No, that's true. She's just got a different hair. They've got a different hairstyle. That's it. I mean, yeah. from from the, from the point of when she's talking to the, I presume, what eight, six, seven, eight-year-old Rose and telling her how wonderful her father was. Yeah. To the church where Rosie's a baby. To modern day, there's not a lot of they haven't really tried. They didn't try too hard to. No. Yeah. I mean, whether they should have gone for somebody a completely different actress to have done it, I don't know. Which actually sort of then made me realise, of course, that the the Pete and Jackie in the alternate universe are the same age as well. Yes, they are, aren't they? <laughs> so, so the Pete's the same age there as he was when. He dies in the other 
in oh, the normal well. universe. But anyway, so oh, well. it's, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's hats and limitations. Yeah, so we're splitting hairs now, aren't we? Really, it's, until uh, we get to complete CGI characters that they can make younger and older as they like. We're, yeah, we're well, stuck that, with these that, 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 well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that that's worked to varying degrees, isn't it? Yeah. On the big screen, I don't think they can afford to do it on the, no. on the uh, small screen. Too. No. I don't know if anyone's actually tried to do it yet. I can't remember. In, certainly in Doctor Who, not sure. But anyway, um, but actually, we, we, we mentioned sort of, you know, this is all about Rose. Um, I actually thought Billy Piper was outstanding in this one. Yeah, I, I really do. She she was given um, a, a lot of a lot of emotions to go through in this one. Um, and I thought she was fantastic, to be honest. I think this probably was the one where you sort of settled in and thought, yeah, we're all right, actually, with her as a companion. Yeah. I mean, it also did show her uh, selfish side as well, especially when the when the when the um, the, the you know the doctor called her out on sort of like, okay, um, if I'm in so little so little to you, give, give us my key back. Yeah. And she did. Throw a massive strop, and that—I mean—that selfish, um, possessive side of her, which I, I completely forgot about, um, does come out in this episode. Mm. But to be honest, the Doctor throws a strop there as well. In saying that, well, do you, do you know what? Because I mean, he walks out the door saying, "There's already one too many people. There's already one, there's already one person in this universe that shouldn't be here." And if he's walking off to leave Rose, then he's leaving two people in that universe that shouldn't be there. Shouldn't be there. Point. Yeah. Well, he does say afterwards he had no intention of leaving her. Um, but I, I do like the way Eccleston portrayed this. That he wasn't. That it was the fact that it's what it's what he didn't say. Yeah. I mean the really. scene, the scene where he's just standing there, yeah, looking at her, yeah, and she's trying to make small talk about the trophies. Yeah. And he didn't need to say anything there. No. I mean, that whole thing where they walked into the flat behind Pete, which is the first time, obviously, you see them all, you know, that he's would have had an opportunity to talk to her. Yeah. Without Pete being there, but didn't, just stood there. So angry and disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that, that... that was really good. Because it was so easy then to, for him to have gone into some, you know, long talk about what have you done, this is... You can't do this. Mm. But literally, we just had that period where Rose was all a bit giddy at the being back in the flat and having her dad. Yeah, that's um, it. And him just standing there. Yeah, yeah just just look. Yeah, all sort of glaring at her. Really. Um, yeah. I thought was 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 really really good. Yeah. I think that they, you know if people you know just sort of latch on to sort of Eccleston's sort of almost I could say gurning his way through this series. Trying, trying to do the the comedy, and as he says, he's come out since that he, he's not a. That's not his natural thing to do. Is sort of the light-hearted. Yeah, stuff. I suspect he just didn't know where the necessarily where the line was. No, exactly. So um, he probably did go over the top. But yeah, but put, give, give give him give him a being a a moody and angry <laughs> yeah, character, and he does um, it well. Yeah, it's yeah. The, the, there's probably nobody better, really. <laughs> No, I thought he was—he was really good. He was really good in this, actually. Um, and I'd say, I say I can't fault anybody's performances in this at all. No, I really cannot fault anybody in this. Um, it's a—it's a very, very good, good script. Do you know, do you know what? When, when this first um, came out, um, I wasn't looking forward to it when it was first shown. 
to be honest. Um, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know what it what it was. There was something about um, on first viewing of, of a lot of series one. When you saw the trailer, it didn't infuse me to come back next week. I did it. You know, obviously I did come back and watch it, but there wasn't sort of like it wasn't sort of like I must stay in and watch this. It was it was a case of well, I'm going out. You know, I'll record it, and I, which I did with a lot of series one, if I'm honest, and watched it I, later. I, yeah, I think more me. My my worries was if we're just going to keep going back to Rosie's family every mm. other episode. Is it just becoming kind of a soap opera around Rose and Mickey which, and her mother? Which was and... which was one of the criticisms levelled at the show when it came yeah. back in two thousand and five. Um, and that that's every time you sort of knew it was going to be one like that, you just sort of thought, oh no, I don't really. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. On that. I, I did feel like that when I was watching it at the time. Um, yeah, it wasn't. But at the end of the day, it, it was just again we, we we were coming from it from that that old Doctor Who fan aspect again, yeah. weren't we? You know, and, it, was, it wasn't what we expected. No. And and to be honest, one of one of our criticisms of the new Who, hmm. as much as anything, is the fact that they don't really use time travel enough. No. We get the end space bit, but we don't get the the time. Yeah. Actually, that that was another good bit as well. When when um when the doctor says about you know when I said when I told you about it could travel in the, the, the TARDIS could travel in space, you weren't interested. But but as soon as I told you about it could travel in time, you 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 come straight on board. Was you know was this your plan? Yeah. All along. Um, and the fact they never really resolved that, I thought, was good. Yeah. It was just sort of left hanging there, weren't it? Because the episode does start with 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 Rose asking that kind of awkward question. Yeah, about going back to see her dad, and he does say, you know, careful what you wish for. Yeah, you know. So, um, but as you say again, that that was very much the doctor's mistake, because it was Rose's. Yeah, I mean, because there is just a case. I mean, how many people would in that position sooner or later start thinking, "I'd like to go back and meet that person again"? Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think, given so, the choice, we'd, we'd we'd all do it, wouldn't we? Yeah. Really. Which is why, actually, in this episode, I'm more. You know, I think I, I feel it's more the Doctor's fault these these events than than, than, than Rose's. Yeah, yeah. Because she's only just really done what your natural instincts would tell you. Yeah, that's it. No, no, I, I, I can't, I can't disagree with that at all. I think actually, she, <laughs> she was no more to blame for this than the Reapers. If we're talking about they're just creatures that act on act on instinct, yeah, yeah. And I think the instinct to go back and save someone that was missing from your life would be too strong. Yeah, and and it was, wasn't it? Let's be honest, yeah. it was. It certainly was. I think the um, one thing I, I must mention before before I um, before I forget is the music in this. Now everybody um, complained. Um, about the, the the sound mix on series one, but the 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 music was over overpowering. It, it was drowning out the dialogue. Um, but the scene at the end where um, Rose goes up to Pete as he's dying, and the music's playing right up to the point he dies, then it stops. Yeah. And um, which I I'd never noticed before. And there's no music. There's there's no sort of it builds up the big crescendo and and, and Rose starts. 
you know, um, cry and, and kiss a, a you know a, a, a dad goodbye. Um, yeah. And everyone's reaction at the church as well. It's, I, I, it's really, really well done, and I've completely forgotten about the fact that they they cut the music off at that point. Yeah, cause and it, it makes gone it yeah over and the it, top there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and it it's really effective. Yeah, it's really effective, um, and that's a really good example of knowing, you know, best how to how to use your score through the episode. Yeah, it's knowing yeah, when it, to use it and when not to use it. Because yeah, because it did it did create a full a full stop there, didn't it? At that it point, it did. Yeah, it re- yeah. So I mean, um, whoever sort of like whose decision that was, um, that that was that was uh, that was that was a good move. That really was yeah. a good move. You know. So uh, the thing is, that I, the, oh, I wonder if that was Murray Gold's decision or whether that was that was done in editing. And Murray Gold always watches his episode and goes, "Bastards, that's my best bit of music you've cut there." Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, the crescendo's meant to come after he died, not before or as he <laughs> dies. Yeah, actually, the, I mean, the music in in series one, um, t- to be honest, is a little bit. I can't. It's, it's a little bit nondescript, really, because mm. he's he's obviously not using um, a full orchestra at this stage. No. I mean, you the know, fact is, everybody's finding their feet in this, aren't they? As to oh god, yeah, yeah. And they're sort of caught because they don't know whether they should be, you know, they don't want to, don't want it to be too overblown, don't want it to be too under. Yeah, it just is a, a case. It's almost like see, if some of them, you just think they 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 just please they got through them. Yeah. <laughs> I know, mean, you know, but just just because nobody knew what it was going to be like. No, that's it. That's it. And how you do it? I mean, and and if and the pressure everyone was under. Well, I think that's why series one's a bit of a mixed bag story-wise, really. And I think that's probably why they they felt the need to root it in reality as much as possible. Yeah. Well, not reality, but root it in like modern day Earth, really. It's to, it's to it's to bring those new fans on board, and it did work, didn't it? Let's be yeah. honest. Oh, I mean, yeah. We we can't, you know, sitting here ten series later c- criticize them for. No, because this, this was the it wrong. This, because no, if they had this, got this, this wrong, that we, we, we'd be talking about the fact that there was only one. Se- we we wouldn't be sitting here talking. Let's be honest. No, we wouldn't. No, wrong. we we wouldn't be podcasting. Let's let's be perfectly honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's this this laid the this laid the foundations for for what was to come. Yeah. Um, as I say, and as you say that, that you know that that's why it's 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 a little bit of a a bit of a mixed bag. But fine, it worked though. It worked. Yeah. It kept people coming back. Yeah. It really did. So, I mean, it just—I th- I think you have to say, yeah. I mean, the people that that worked on this and did this must have really wanted to, because you were putting your a lot on the line. And people that did really love Doctor Who knew that they could be the people that they could go down in history as worse than Michael Grade, couldn't they? If they'd got it wrong. Well, exactly. I mean, I mean, people like Eccleston, he had a reputation as a serious actor, but then, yeah. and I think that's why everyone was, was surprised. So he, his reputation was on the line, and so was RTDs. Yeah, as well, because he'd had a lot. And of so, success. so was Billy Piper's. If this had sunk without a trace, everyone would have said, "Well, she's not an actress anyway." Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. 
Yeah, so there, there was there was a lot of reputation on the line of, of this series. Yeah. Um, it, 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 I, I still, I know we'll talk about this again when we get to the end of this retrospective when we do um, part of the ways, but um, I, I, I think it's, it's a shame Eccleston didn't stick around for another series. It's a shame what happened happened during the making of this series. Yeah. You know that that, that made him leave. You know, it, it's such a shame. But in some ways, go. it's a shame. It's a shame actually we didn't start with Tennant and go to him because <laughs> I think Tennant probably would have handled it better. Yeah, and had a more rooted in Doctor Who history anyway. Yes, because he's a yeah. Exxon wasn't a, a fan, was he? No. So um, I think he found it a little bit alien, really, didn't he? The whole fandom yeah. thing and you know, the um, whatever you do next, you're going to be asked about Doctor Who. Actually. If he'd have come in, if he'd, if he'd have had Tennant for two series, yeah. and then he'd regenerated into Eccleston with everybody by that stage up and running, and it's, you know, we know what we're doing with this show now. Yeah. I think he would then found it a lot easier because he'd have just been slotting into how things run and would have only have had to worry about his own performance and yeah. where he was going. So. No, that's, yeah, that's, so. that's, no, that's an interesting. Twist on things, actually. Yeah, it may have been that it was too, but I, I don't know. I mean, had that had it been the other way round, would would it have? I think it was the fact that he bought the fact of him being the the actor with the reputation that he had actually did bring a lot of hardcore fans into saying, "All right, we'll give this." I a go. think it did because they 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 got a name attached yeah. to it, didn't they? And that's we what, we got a proper. That was the actor. hook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because as, as, as we know, there's all those rumours about it's going to be Dudley Moore or or, yeah. or Eric Hyde or what you know the, the usual guff yeah. that was coming out, you know. So, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. That 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 was the hook. That's what got everybody for other oh, BBC are treating this seriously. Yeah, you know. But anyway, we're, we're going right off topic here about the, yeah. the, the episode at the hand. But I, I think really, I haven't really got much more to, to say about this because I just enjoyed the hell out of it. I mm. thought it was it was a Really interesting story, um, and it sh- it showed quite a few flaws um, in the characters. Yeah, um, you know, you know, the, the characters of Doctor and Rose. Um, it also sort of like um, also highlighted the. Um, it's also a case of you know you don't meet your heroes because obviously Rose sort of idolised her, her father having never met him and then realised that he wasn't what she thought he was or what she yeah. had been led to believe. Yeah, either. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think you know there was there was a for a, a quiet um, supposed cheap episode. I, I feel there was a lot going on here. To be honest, I mean, and what, yeah. What was the best thing about this episode is it starts off with Rose thinking her father's a hero. Yeah, finding out that he wasn't, and at the end of the day, he becomes the hero again. Yeah, exactly. There's some sort of almost like redemption for him. Yeah, but you actually don't feel that it's being forced upon you. No. Which is, you know, sometimes I think can be sometimes uh, pointed at the RTD era. Yeah. That things are a bit, you know... Comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Sort of resolution that was it Deus Ex Machina Um, solution. But this, this wasn't. Yeah, actually, this all made um, this all made 
complete sense actually and yeah. it was to be honest I, I found it was sort of sort of truly um moving in some cases yeah so you know in certain scenes to be honest as i say it, and it's all down to the performances really and it whizzed by actually as well it did yeah it did which is always really? i think a good a good sign that it's a good episode when you're you suddenly realize it's about to finish yeah i know yeah I oh, know it's um, no, it, it's I, I, I think it's a really, really enjoyable story. This one, I really do. Yeah, yeah. I really do. I so do. it's uh, okay. That's, that's I'm a, pleased that's to a, say because yeah, I, same I, here. I, I same did approach here. it with some trepidation that it didn't have particularly the when you think about the story afterwards, you're thinking, oh, was it that good? I don't know. You know. Yeah, but, but no, it was. It but was it was. It's because of the performances, actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I, I, th- I think I think the story is, is quite. Yeah. It's a tight story as well. Actually, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, there's n- there isn't massive that happen, but what no. happens is 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 portrayed well and yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Good, good. Mm. Oh, I'm glad we agreed on that one. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So um, that wraps up that little discussion. So what are we doing next? Now we we were discussing what are we going to be doing um, in a, in a couple of weeks' time, and I think originally it was going to be a target review, wasn't it? Yes, but I'm too um, lazy to read a book. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you need someone to read it for you. So um, um, <laughs> you can't be bothered with audio books now either, because it actually means pressing the button on your iPhone. So. <laughs> No, I, 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 I'm employing Bernard Cribbins to come around Chuck Norris style and read it to me. <laughs> and can I say, we've had another honours list and it's still not Sir Bernard Cribbins, what's going yes, on? Yes, I know, I know. I was, do you know, talking about Bernard Cribbins, I saw him on an episode of um, um, Pointless Celebrities. Yeah. Those not in the UK, it's, it's a it's a long-running sort of a quiz show. Um, he is now looking very, very old and frail. Yes, and he and he had to sit down through it as well. He couldn't stand yeah. up at the, at the podium, so um, so I'm thinking if they're going to do it, let's do it soon. Yeah, before before it's too late. To be honest, Cause it's to say yeah. it should have been done years ago, Bernard Cribbins. But there you are. Um, yeah. So anyway, going getting back. So we so we now decided on on doing a um, a, a, um, a big finish review instead. Yes. Actually, um, because we were um, we're also in two minds because in in uh, a couple of weeks so we're going to be at the BFI for the Genesis of the Daleks showing, yes, uh, with the, with the Q and A with um, Philip Hinchcliffe um, afterwards um, as well. So um, no doubt we'll, we'll be talking about that, but we don't know whether it's gonna, actually going to take up a, an entire episode or not. So <laughs> yeah, all so depends. We, all depends so, yeah. what happens on the day. So we, we, we've got um, we're, we're announcing a big finish. Um, Story to, to cover next, um, but that that could change. That could yeah, that it could change on how much we enjoy ourselves on the Saturday. exactly and how, and how much we can we can bring back. So this is yeah. Just to be honest, um, obviously we, we've had oh, I, I, I love saying this. We've had Philip Hinchcliffe on this podcast. Um, I, I don't know what else there is to say. and he's been on all the DVDs and sort of doing document and talk, talk for, for the last thirty odd years. So we don't know if there's anything new to, to glean from this. So no. we'll see, we'll see. So anyway, but regardless of whatever we bring, we will be back week after. I'm this. sure. So. I'm sure he said that when the BFI asked him to be there. He was like, "I've met Phil from the Who's He podcast." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm quite sure he said that. 
I'm quite sure. But um, there we go. There we go. So anyway, but looking forward to it anyway. It's always good to watch Doc 2 on the big screen. Yeah. Really is. So especially a classic like Genesis of the Daleks. I'm really looking forward to yes. it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, everybody. So that's it for another week then. So as I say, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time with either Big Finish or or the BFI thing or BFI and Big Finish. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You'll find out on the day. As will we, no doubt. <laughs> so um, yeah. So if so if uh, yeah. So we will be going to if Paul can be bothered to drag himself out. I was going to say. I was going to say yeah. Yeah. De- depending on how 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 much pain Phil f- threatens me with if I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Paul, that sounds like some weird sadomasochistic relationship now. So <laughs> as I say, that's usually well. <laughs> I think we should end the podcast right now, actually. No. So. <laughs> There's no rush. We can do it. <laughs> oh, crikey. I'm ending it now. It's goodbye from me, Phil. It's goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. To the Who's He podcast, please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast, and please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.